Would you like to sit down now, please? I think I've given a welcome to about half or two-thirds of you, but uh, family, can I welcome you here today on this celebration of Ruth's life and as we come to say au revoir to her. You notice I say deliberately not goodbye. It's au revoir until we meet again, and we'll come to that later in the service. Um, I particularly want to, before I come to a more detailed welcome, I have to give you an invitation. As many, many of you know, um, Jill had a particular love, apart from Ray and the family, she had a particular love of cats. Yes? Right, well, there's an invitation, as it says, on your order of service. By the way, has everybody got an order of service or got sight of it? Has anybody missed out? That's good. Just give me a little hand if you haven't got one. Everybody got a sight? That's lovely. Thank you. Tom the cat invites you after this to join with us and the village ladies through in the lounge. You'll notice he's got some teeth on the front, three little white teeth. They were Ruth's sense of humor. So enough of Tom. Tom will not appear until the end of the service, but that's the invitation. Can I particularly welcome any staff and friends from Bow's house where she's just received such loving care over a long period. The friends who've come all the way from Hatfield, not an easy journey, particularly welcome you. Anybody from the Living Church at Hailsham? Is Pastor Steve and Vaughan here or not? Nice to see you. Welcome, particular welcome to both of you. Thank you for coming. Um, friends from Extend, yes? Yes, there were no, no physical um, today. You're let off, thank you. It's lovely to see you here. Ivan and Jenny, I know, are here and uh, Thank you for that. Jamie on guitar here from Bow's house. Lovely to see you here. Uh, Ruth was particularly blessed with his playing and singing, and it's just so good. Some of you will know Peter Wilson on piano, and you will note that Peter is not only a very fine organist from Hellinglie, but he's a very accomplished jazz pianist. And we do not apologize in this free church if he's slightly given permission to be less Hellinglie and more free. <laughs> Is Bush and Irene Hogg here? And welcome to you. Uh, particularly nice to see you here. Any friends from the village? Welcome to you. Um, Di and her team at the lounge are through the other side, and I've already spoken to them. Particularly welcome to Charles Erica. Charles is going to, and Lynn, Charles is going to be reading uh, Ray's uh, tribute to his wife. I'd like to welcome, a special welcome to all those I've overlooked. There is a memory book. Can you please, please put in something for the memory book? So important after the service, the family has something to reflect on and look at. Memory book will be available through the reception part, part of the lounge. And uh, if you don't sign it, then Tom the cat may well be coming around to see you. So please, please sign that. Have I forgotten anybody? It's most unusual. I usually forget something. And my wife's usually here at the back to say, that. Jenny sends her special love to you as family. Sorry she can't be here, but her special circumstances have kept her away, so her prayers and love are with you. Let me just open in prayer, and then we'll go through the order of service. Thanks to Matt for being able to be here to uh, both do the sound and 
to see these pictures, which we will repeat at the end of the service, uh, which is a nice sort of way of remembering Ruth as she was. Father, we just thank you for Ruth. We just praise you for who she was and who she is to each one of us here. Lord, in our loss, meet us by your Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Come to each one of us in the right measure for us today. But Lord, we just come to celebrate her life and to just say thank you for this diamond of a woman, just such a lovely woman. As I said originally, a lovely woman who is now in a lovely place called Paradise, and we thank you for her. Would you stand with me, and we're going to sing the hymn. All of these hymns have been chosen by Ruth before she passed away. The service is very much Ruth-shaped. It's to do with faith. It's to do with other things. But the hymn, when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, and time shall be no more. Shall we stand together? Before I invite Charles to come and uh, read Ray's Memories of Ruth, I would just ask you to hold in prayer the family and the near family in the front row. Particularly at this time, we just ask that you will pray and uphold Ray, Jill and Lewis, Paul, Jackie and Charlotte, Kay, Jackie's mother, and Kevin, Kevin has known Ruth for some 35 years and uh, they were close and uh, I'm sure Kevin feels that loss. It was perhaps like a surrogate mother to him. So thank you for being here, Kevin. And I just know she loved you and uh, 35 years is a long time to be together. And sometimes we have family that is more than a family. They're not blood relations. 
But I just want to pay tribute to Janet and John Message, who are rightly in the front row, because they have been a constant support to Ray, and I see Ray nodding, and I know Jill feels the same, and I know Lewis has been touched. They have just been there. They've gone the second and third mile, and they've just been used. And they are family. It's as simple as that. So that's why Janet and John are there. So just pray the Lord will bless you and continue to bless you in every single way. And there are family and friends, I believe, in Australia who hopefully will hear this service. They can't be here, but we don't want to leave them out. So for me as pastor, I just welcome those family in Australia and just pray that this will be the memorial and memory service for you as Ruth makes her journey to the Lord. Can you particularly pray for the two grandchildren? I've already mentioned them, Lewis and Charlotte. Us who are older sometimes are more equipped to deal with loss. And for grandparents, grandchildren to lose their grandparents is very hard. And sometimes they're not quite as equipped as us. So would you particularly uphold these two? They're um, good people and they just need your prayer. And they will be paying their personal tribute at the end of the service and saying their au revoir at that time. On that note, could I ask Charles if you'd like to come forward and read Ray's eulogy, please? Our connection with uh, Ruth and Ray is through the place where we work, Ashburnham Place, where they came on holidays regularly with Margaret too. So we've known you quite a few years, I'm not sure how many. But times like this, someone once said, it's like opening a book of memories, isn't it? And I guess your memories will be the longest book. Most of us have a chapter or two, maybe. Ours was towards the end of Ruth's life. So may these promote memories in your life too, as I read Ray's memories of Ruth. This is what he writes. Dear friends, at this time, I urge you not to grieve as those who have no hope, but rather to rejoice that Ruth has had a long and fruitful life and now has passed on to the happy land to be with her Lord. Ruth was born in a district of Tyneside called Windy Nook. Those who knew her well will see the irony of that name. I have been married to Ruth for 56 years. Whichever group people group she was with, she was a blessing to them all. When we first met, she was working for the town clerk in Gateshead. She left her legacy there of cheerfulness, and at our wedding we had many greetings from them. Later, in Hatfield, Ruth taught a group of teenage girls at the church we attended. She left an indelible mark on several young lives. Hatfield is a university town, and we got to know many students. There was one vivacious, bouncy girl who got the nickname Tigger of Pooh Bear fame. One day she said, if I'm Tigger, then you must be Rue. And that pet name has stuck with her ever since. Ruth was much loved where she worked alongside me at British Aerospace during the 60s and 70s, where she was a secretary to one of the managers. Her boss returned after a particularly stressful meeting with one of the MOD inspectors. Ruth, with her down-to-earth charm, told her boss not to worry about the MOD inspector as he's all mouth and trousers. 
Ruth helped many families in Hatfield to cope with their stresses and difficulties and she got me to help her in the local sheltered housing complex where she was known as the hearing aid lady. When I had my stroke in 1998, I became dependent on her for everything. We were a good team together. We then moved house from Hatfield to Hailsham to be nearer my sister Margaret and Jill. Ruth was much loved by the neighbours there, in particular Ivan and Jenny, who were neighbours in the true sense of the word. In fact, Ivan is one of the bearers today. That would please Ruth. Four years ago, Ruth had a fall outside the bungalow, breaking her hip and shoulder. She spent many weeks in hospital. I was whisked off to Ambrosette by Jill and Janet so I could be looked after properly. Janet and John have become true neighbours and friends to both Ruth and me. Where would we be without them? Last summer, Ruth and I had a holiday in Bow's house, which was newly opened at the time. What a wonderful time we had. Little did we know that Bow's house would take on a bigger role in our lives. Then on the 20th of January, our Paul's birthday, Ruth suffered a major stroke. When we realised Ruth would need 24-hour care, Bow's house was our obvious choice. I like it at Bow's, said Ruth. And all the staff there loved and cared for her at this difficult time. Through it all, Ruth's sense of humour and smiles kept everyone laughing. And so many of you have come to say goodbye to Ruth today. Thank you. As Ruth would say, you all deserve medals as big as frying pans. <laughs> Rue loved singing and was a member of a professional choir. Once we were invited to Dublin to sing in St. Patrick's Cathedral. Ruth enjoyed that performance. She always said she wanted good singing and rejoicing at her funeral. She even chose the hymns we are singing today. So please, sing with all your heart for a very special wife, mother, nanny and friend. I'm sure none of you will forget her and her fun-loving, kind nature will leave its mark on us all. I'd like to thank Charles in two ways. One for reading that on Ray's behalf and uh, so eloquently you've put that, Ray, and so lovingly about your wife. I was touched when I first saw it. And I'd like to thank Charles because at the point that uh, Ruth peacefully passed away, I was some 6,000 miles away, which is not the ideal pastoral position to be in, but within a very short space of time, Charles was with Ray and Jill. And thank you for doing that that's kind of you and I know that will be a blessing to these two and for being here today it's so right that you should read that today I don't think this one will surprise you at Ruth's choice and remember this is a free church so you are allowed to laugh you're allowed to cry but you're also allowed to go with the march that says oh when the saints go marching in maybe unusual at a funeral but it's not a funeral it's a celebration of ruth's life and uh would you like to stand as the young men on my left take it away <laughs>
Yes, that deserved a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. It's important that we just don't rush from reading and memory and song. And it's sort of, life's like that, isn't it? Everything's supposed to be instant. And as pastor, I can sometimes get left out because I knew Ruth and we shared times together that were spiritual, intimate, and special. And I shan't forget them, and obviously they remain confidential. But I want a minute in this service. And one of the things that happened was during communion, I used to give her this little Celtic cross that came from one of those sort of holy places that exist all around this country. And she used to grip it in the communion. Now, my only problem was when it got to the end of the communion and I had to leave her, I had to get it back somehow. And I just want to, as my au revoir to her, I just want to place that in our hands once again as the symbol of our Lord and Saviour. So many will ask about the problem of suffering and the length of time and the about Alzheimer's and stroke and all I can say to you is just if you don't think that joy and pain and difficulty go together then look at Calvary look at the cross because the joy of our freedom comes from that place it's symbolized by that simple Celtic cross I'm really looking forward to this. This is Paul's going to bring memories of mum to you all. Do come, Paul. Hi, it's lovely to see you all. Um, I wanted to share with you some thoughts and memories of mum from me and Jill and her grandchildren, Lewis and Charlotte. She was always a very loving person. Not only did she have lots of love for us, but she also had plenty more left over for her cats, her necklaces, her jewellery, her beads, her cuddly toys, and her beloved Newcastle United. Unless, of course, they were going through one of their bad patches, in which case it would be her beloved Sunderland. <laughs> she also loved her cooking, as did me and Jill. We especially enjoyed her stews with plenty of pearl barley and her wonderful dumplings, and her apple crumbles would often not even make it into bowls, as me and Jill would just tuck straight in and eat it with spoons direct from the red Pyrex dish that they were always cooked in. She really loved entertaining, sometimes with music or a song. I'm not sure whether she ever did actually find out how much is that doggy in the window, in spite of asking the question on countless occasions. She once very much amused Charlotte and one of her friends by giving them a running commentary on her search for a missing bag. One red handbag lost. One red handbag. One red handbag found. She also once told Charlotte that one of the problems with the world was that people didn't dance enough anymore. She then proceeded to demonstrate her dancing ability all around the living room. This entertaining could sometimes be quite complex to set up. I once returned from a school skiing trip to Italy with my legs strapped up in a temporary cardboard leg-shaped splint. When this was taken off, Mum insisted on putting a sock on it, stuffing it full of paper to fill it out, and it was kept behind the sofa, ready to be brought out, combined with one of Dad's overcoats, whenever the occasion called for a performance of her rendition of I'm Jake the Peg with the extra leg. <laughs> Sometimes the entertainment would be a little less sophisticated, such as the whoopee cushion that she bought to occasionally hide on an unsuspecting visitor's chair. 
Weekends were always good fun when we were growing up. Saturdays would often consist of fresh jam donuts from Kadena in the morning and then shopping in the afternoon. We'd always be home by four in time for mum to watch the wrestling. <laughs> she loved Big Daddy, Kendo Nagasaki, Les Kellett and the Dynamite Kid, but she didn't much like McManus, Mick McManus. I often thought that she'd have gladly got in the ring with him to give him what for. <laughs> it was a good job she never got the opportunity. He wouldn't have stood a chance. <laughs> After that, it was final score, followed by Doctor Who, and if we were really lucky, we'd be treated to a Vesta chow mein with crispy noodles, followed by Angel Delight. It was rounded off with us all sitting down together to watch Bruce Forsyth and his generation go. Mum always stuck up for us when we were kids. I remember that there used to be a mobile greengrocer, and me and Jill used to ride around in his van when he was doing his rounds. One day I was busy amusing myself by trying to throw peas from the back of his van up the exhaust pipe of a car parked nearby, <laughs> when a woman came out and told me off. I told Mum about it when we got back, and later she was chatting to David, the greengrocer, and moaning about the old battle axe he'd had a go at me. David explained that she was, in fact, his wife. <laughs> Oops, that was a little embarrassing for Mum. She carried on sticking up for us boys right through her life, and could regularly be heard telling Jill to leave the poor boy alone if she thought that Jill was giving Lewis too much of a hard time about something. Lou always thought that his nan was one in a million, and they made a great team, especially if it involved ganging up on Jill. There are so many fond memories that we have. Dad teaching her how to reverse around corners with a bicycle in the front room the night before her driving test. <laughs> Space hopper races in the back garden. Mum pulling wheelies when trying to ride Jill's new moped. But there are so many memories that unfortunately there isn't time to go through them all now. One thing's for sure though, when we think of her, there will be some tears, as we all miss her terribly. But those tears will be massively outnumbered by the smiles and laughs, as we remember a wonderful, warm, happy, oh, sorry, loving and incredibly entertaining mum to me and Jill, and a fabulous dad to Lewis and Charlotte. Thank you all very much. interesting to see like a diamond the facets of somebody's life and a central part of her life the core of her life was to do with her faith and this service is about faith as well as remembrance and as well as joy and um, there's a bible reading that is just so right and Charles will come and read that for those of you who've got access to a bible or just want to remember it's in the sheet here 2 Corinthians chapter 5 just five verses. For those of you familiar with the different versions we have in English, this one comes from the message version. And it reads like this. For instance, we know that when these bodies of ours are taken down like tents and folded away, they will be replaced by resurrection bodies in heaven, God-made, not handmade, and we'll never have to relocate our tents again. Sometimes we can hardly wait to move, and so we cry out in frustration. Compared to what's coming, living conditions around here seem like a stopover in an unfurnished shack, and we're tired of it. We've been given a glimpse of the real thing, our true home, our resurrection bodies. 
The Spirit of God whets our appetite by giving us a taste of what's ahead. He puts a little of heaven in our hearts so that we'll never settle for less. I think it would be good just to have a time of quiet and maybe you just want to pick a happy memory, something that you maybe had as a one-to-one -one with Ruth. Maybe only you know that. Um, maybe it's something that did happen in a group. Maybe it's a birthday or a Christmas or an occasion. But just in the quiet, just close your eyes and just remember Ruth, alive and well. Not that lady in the latter years where she was fighting those illnesses. Let's go back to when she was a little more youthful. Just hold that, a good memory. And for some today, it'll be difficult to come to that place of the joy and the happy memory. The shortest verse in the Bible is that Jesus wept, full stop. Jesus wept. And funerals are about that. And if you need to weep, feel free to weep at any point in this service. She goes to go to her maker, to say your goodbyes, au revoirs, whatever. But Jesus wept, so it's... It's right to do that in this place. It's a safe place. And there's people here to comfort you if you need it. Can I just have a quick hands up? The Bowers House people, I don't know you. Can you just put your hands up? How many? Oh, gosh. <coughs> Isn't that a tribute? Thank you so much for being here, first of all. I'm sure some of you have come from work. Some of you must have taken time off. I, can I just thank you personally for what you've done, each one of you individually? I hope you've got time to stay and just share in something and haven't got to dash back to work or something, but I just want to bless you in the name of Jesus for the work you do. It's so hard overnight and so on to deal with people who are in great difficulties. And it's a special gift that you have to deal with that. And I just want to bless you in this service for what you've done. And I know 
Jill and the family feel that so strongly. And it's right and a tribute that all of the collection, whatever is collected through whatever source, will come to Bo's house. And I just know you will use it wisely. So thank you for what you've done. It says here, address by somebody called Pastor Jim Beveridge. So I better do that, otherwise I shall be in trouble with Ruth again. Um, Ruth. Her name was Ruth. That was her only name. She's named after that book in the Bible, which is only three and a half pages long. A real name of a real book, discovered complete, absolutely complete in the Dead Sea Scrolls. I remember as a very new Christian in 1983, standing in the dome of the book in Israel. There's a museum that has the pot lid shaped to the roof that's the same as the, on the Dead Sea Scrolls, the jar top. And there it was, rolled out with the interpretation, translation below. And I stood with my new Bible and I read it bit by bit. I checked it. As a new Christian, you do that sort of thing. Word perfect, untouched. Ruth, the book of Ruth. In the first part of that book at verse 16, she, Ruth, says this, don't ask me to leave you and turn back. I will go wherever you go and live wherever you live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. The name Ruth means faithful. Ruth one of faith. Ruth, a handmaiden to Ray and her family to the end. The last storms of ill health made part of her real self, part hidden. The stroke took one side, but her faith, her Ruth, was whole and visible. As I prayed during communion in hospital with her, at key moments, her hallelujahs filled the ward, stopping the carers and the cared for in their tracks. Hallelujah today indeed, as she is healed and whole with her Jesus in heaven. As her life here faded, I was some 6,000 miles away on holiday. As the news deepened, I stood on the water's edge, seeing a simple view. A blue lagoon, azure blue, for about a mile, a mile out until it reached the coral reef. The lagoon was relatively calm in its protection by the, the reef. Beyond was the wild Indian Ocean buffeted by an anti-cyclone, a wind that lasted six days, breaking foaming waves, hitting against the shuddering roof. Now Ruth, Ruth has been in that storm of illness for a long time and has now reached the blue lagoon of peace in paradise. The wind the holy wind of the Holy Spirit has filled her sails of faith 
and taken her safely home. She often asked to go home, but it was in two senses. One, to be with Ray and Jill again, but the other was to let the Son of God, Jesus, enfold her in his spirit and his love. The book of Ruth is complete and unaltered, as I explained to you, like Ruth, complete in her faith, complete in her love, complete in Jesus, and with Jesus now. As John Wimber wrote, and John Wimber was once a member of the Righteous Brothers. Did you know that? Yes. Indeed, he was one of the guitarists. Made famous by the thing, you've lost that loving feeling. And we have lost something in Ruth not being with us. But John Wimber wrote this. Oh, come and sing this song of gladness. As your hearts are filled with joy, lift your hands in sweet surrender to his name. Oh, give him all your tears and sadness. Give him all your years of pain and you'll enter into life in Jesus' name. So her sails, her sails of faith has taken her to everlasting life. On that shore I saw a simple view. Ruth saw the simple truth. God so loved the world that whosoever believed in him, that's Jesus, shall not die but have eternal life. Now Ruth was a whosoever and so are you. Don't settle for a hundred years of life on earth. That's if you're fortunate. Simply find Jesus for a hundred years plus eternal life in that place with God. When you do, say hello to Ruth. She'll be waiting for you. Don't be surprised if she says, Hallelujah! Amen. This is a very powerful hymn that Ruth has chosen to share with us today. And it says, I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene, because it's Jesus of Nazareth. And it's the refrain, the chorus says, Oh, how marvelous, how wonderful, and my song shall ever be. How marvelous, how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. Would you like to stand with me if you're able to? And let's sing that now.
you like to just sit for a minute or two while I just explain what we'll do for the committal? Um, it's the family's desire that the committal takes place here and that will be the end of the service and we will go out to I Bid You Good Night which will be played and it is by the Soweto, uh, Soweto Gospel Choir. There'll be an opportunity for particularly the two grandchildren to have a floral tribute they want to do but I don't want to rush things so if you want to come forward and say your own goodbye or do something there then feel free to do that do take that opportunity or stand where you are I will ask you to stand in the committal I think that is right and except for obviously Ray will will need to stay where he is but I know he'll be standing in the spirit with you for that um, so I hope that is clear uh, afterwards uh, I would ask you if you I always stay and chat but the refreshments and everything is through there uh, for you and uh, I know the family want to do it in that time of memory some of you may have golden things that you could write in the memory book if it's you feel it's right to share it please write that in I know it will help and bless the family in the days and weeks to come so that will be available through the other side there um, for those in Australia I hope that the uh, service will mean something to you particularly as if you were here with us today and I just know that you will perhaps take this opportunity to say your own au revoir to Ruth. I know she remembered you all, uh, memory was not affected in that way and uh, I'm sure she would send you a blessing today in, through this service. So would you like to stand with me now? We'll do the committal and then I'll ask if the grandchildren will come forward and anybody else after them before the, um, the undertakers do their, their duties. As we remember the life of Ruth that she has led, Lord help us in the midst of our sadness to share together thanksgiving for all that she has meant for us and to us. Jesus said this, peace I leave with you my peace I give to you I do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid that is from John 14 now it's time to say our au revoirs we are entrusting our sister Ruth into the hands of God and we now commit her body to be cremated, having our whole trust and confidence in the mercy of God. Lord God, send us forth from this place, looking back with thanksgiving in our hearts, Lord, looking forward in hope, sure, absolutely sure of your abiding love in our hearts, both today and forevermore. Amen. I invite the grandchildren to do what you wish to do.
Thank you all for coming. Those who've got to go, please go with our blessing and the thanks of the family. But any who can stay here or next door, food and drink is now available. That is the end of the service. Thank you.